Oh yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the buttermilk basket. Again, <laughs> the buttermilk bastard, aka the one hundred ninety times social distancing champion, aka. One of the very few, one of the uh, now prestigious uh, RTX 3090 Club members, aka the Nigga Lip Master, <laughs> bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, episode 77, uh, to be exact. Uh, today's date is October 16th, 2020. Apologies for uh, the late late upload slash stream uh my sleep schedule has been just just a wreck right now so um yes that's pretty much why i am recording <laughs> freaking what technically probably 3 3 a.m 3 a.m or 4 a.m for most of y'all but i digress hey you still gonna get this episode either way all right you still gonna get this episode either way um, yeah, so, um, for those that don't know, Switch Sites podcast is a podcast about video games and other related stuff. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy. I don't know. I don't know why, why I went there, but I did. Um, but yeah, I guess to touch back on, <laughs> uh, man, one of the best success stories of this year for me. Uh, well, I guess maybe that, that's maybe, I guess, depending on how you look at it, maybe uh, sad or great, depending on how you perceive it. But yes, after a lot of hard work and dedication, patience and persistence, your boy officially, successfully attained a GTX or I guess RTX. Uh, 3090. It's a hard road, but, uh, we finally met the destination in this case. Um, it was at least how I got it. Uh, Best Buy had a, a drop, uh, I think October 9th ish. I want to say, um, I think last Friday. So luckily I was able to capitalize on that. Um, a lot of us were speculating, uh, speculating in terms of the drop because it was somewhat ambiguous in terms of when it would happen. But I guess uh, I think I touched on it maybe uh, a previous episode, but just to fully give you the background. So for those that don't know the story about the GeForce NVIDIA uh, GeForce RTX cards, 30 series cards, uh, it is uh pretty damn difficult to get one. Um, I'd say the main issue, um, it's subjective. The main issue I'd say is just the, it's a combination of the increased demand as well as the, um, bots and scalpers, you know, basically, um, 
using machines to buy, buy up as many, as much stock as they can. And then in turn, turn it around for profit, you know, selling it at ridiculous prices on eBay, uh, which PSA don't, don't buy from scalpers, man, that you're just inhibiting the horrible behavior, uh, in regards to that either way. Uh, with the help of um, uh, a couple of various uh, Discord communities that actually want wanted to get the card to use themselves rather than, you know, use it unethic, unethically, uh, technically, um, which I may be going on tangent, but man, they, they we really need to get some regulation for that to like, you know, make it the equivalent of ticket scalping because it's it's just it's messed up. But I digress. Um, so yeah, so I, um, joined some, uh, communities, uh, discord communities, uh, shouts out to, uh, the reset era, uh, PC community. Basically we are all collaborating together in terms of trying to one, know when stock will drop and, um, pretty much inform each other about previous stocks that have dropped and things like that. Shouts out to the NVIDIA uh, Discord community as well. Uh, they've been pretty helpful and insightful um, in terms of basically essentially doing the same thing. And a super huge shout out to, um, uh, I, I want to credit the guy because he is he is doing God's work. Um, did I uninstall? Don't even got Discord. My goodness. Basically, I was having some computer issues, so I had to uninstall Discord. Let me try. Shout out. Shout out, my man. What is his name? Shouts out. Atari server. Uh, basically, they uh, developed free source uh, bots, you know, with the obvious intention of getting the card for actual use rather than, you know, trying to resell it at a ridiculous price. So basically, uh, him and a couple other, you know, fellow people made various bots specifically that would, you know, pick up. Um, let you know, notify you when there is stock. And in some cases automatically buy it for you if you set it up properly. So definitely with the help of them, um, that's for sure how I was able to get mine. Um, I think Nvidia bot for me worked where basically when it picks up stock, it actually pops up the window and lets you, you know, uh, buy it that way. So without that, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, it seemed like the stock drop they had at Best Buy with the Founders Edition cards seemed to have been the most I think we've all seen. I guess either that or Best Buy may have had some um, uh, countermeasures for the bots to like thwart some of them. Either that or the bots just uh, people weren't actually paying attention to the bots or they got what they, what they needed. I don't know, but either way, uh, ultimately, uh, got that, got that, got that buy. And, um, I was in fucking disbelief, man. I was like, what the hell? Uh, which is, 
it, it's good and sad because it's like us as consumers should need to go through this to get like a card. But I mean, I don't know, probably a combination of uh, the pandemic, these damn scalpers. And I guess due to the pandemic, uh, probably lower than anticipated supply, uh, just all combined, just was a painful process. But either way, your boy got got the W. Um, actually got got the card installed now. Post a little bit about it on Twitter as well. Um, but man, that was a success story. Uh, just weeks waking up early, you know, uh, leaving leaving the PC on to have the bot running to try to get it. Uh, it's, I mean, I hate to I hate to say it, but part of it was kind of fun, like the novelty and the the, the somewhat thrill of the hunt, if that makes sense. But uh, either way, hey, ultimately, at the end of the day, God that goddamn W, you know, it feels great. It feels great. So, yeah, <laughs> enough of me gloating about uh, doing what's what was what's nearly nearly uh, impossible, more or less. Um, but you know what? I mean, I got one of the three. <laughs> One of the three infinity stones. After that, I'll be. No one can stop me. Uh, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> uh, all right. Without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Um, And I forgot to actually get my tabs up. Forgot to get my tabs up. Let me actually do that first. That might be helpful. You know, that might be, uh, might actually make this show a little bit more cohesive. That makes sense. Um, haven't got a chance to like put, put the 3090 in his paces yet, but boy, at just a couple of initial impressions, that boy is hefty. Uh, I, I, I was fearful that maybe it wouldn't fit in my case, but it actually does pretty well, actually, uh, consider my case is like nine years old, but, um, very satisfied with the look. Well, that's definitely what grabbed me. I love the design of the founder's edition overall. So can't wait to put it, put it through its paces, especially in, in com- combination with my TV. I got a while back. Uh, to actually get that 4K 120 FPS blissful experience. Well, close to it. I doubt many games will be able to utilize it. But you know what I mean. Take my sip before I dive in. Okay. First topic of discussion, PS5, just today, actually out of nowhere, as always, as always for PlayStation, they actually showed, uh, the UI. <laughs> Finally, we've been wanting it. We've been fiending for it for the longest PlayStation was like, oh, all right, here you go. Um, so overall, Impressions are pretty good. I'm definitely digging it. 
Um, it looks very sleek, very next gen, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, overall it, it definitely is, um, very feels very intuitive and, and sleek and doesn't deviate too far from the PS4's interface, which I do like, but you know, make some logical, uh, improvements of to the UI. So just the, the, I guess the first one they, they, they featured or showed was, I guess basically, and I guess it's the ongoing theme with, uh, this user interface is that basically the, um, the game can be integrated in the user interface, if that makes sense. So, um, I assume it's dependent on the developer, but basically it seems like it seems weirdly enough, kind of reminiscent of the stadia, uh, promises, which I don't think they actually delivered on where basically, um, you can actually like, um, immediately go to certain segments in the game, at least the impression they give, uh, rather than like, you know, having to play the first level, second level, yada, yada. So that seems pretty interesting. I guess I'm just trying to fathom how, how, how and why you will want to use that. But I guess it probably might be more so for people that beat the game and maybe want to, you know, do that. Or I guess maybe content creators where they maybe just want to do a particular level or I don't know, the streaming community where like a really famous level catches on and they maybe just want to skip to that or that's what got them to get the game and they just want to play. I don't know. Um, it's definitely a lot of potential, but I'm not sure. Um, my concern is that I don't think it's actually, I feel like it's one of the things that they just show us to like really catch our eyes. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely got to get a PS five for this. And then like one, two years later, like nobody actually implements it properly or at all. Um, that's the, at least the initial vibe I got, especially when seeing it, considering how intricate it is to the UI, I really don't see this catching on. I definitely want to be wrong though, but, uh, who knows, but I do like the concept of further integration, uh, with the user interface where I think I saw they showed like, uh, the one game, um, destruction all stars where you can actually like from the user interface, not even being in the game, you can go directly to a matchmaking, a particular matchmake, uh, matchmaking playlist, which, you know, I, in a traditional sense, you would just need to go to the launch the game first, go to the particular game playlist and then launch it that way. But that does seem pretty promising if it actually delivers on the promise, you know? So, I mean, we'll see, but it does look very interesting for sure. It really does. Um, yeah, man. Huh? Yeah, it's, I definitely want it to be, you know, fully realized, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm very skeptical. I don't think I really feel like it's something that's at least going to be catch on for like one or two years, maybe like at least all first party games will do it. But then, you know, third party people probably be lazy about it. And I would assume, you know, it's probably, you know, more development time for people 
um, you know, developing the games that maybe it would warrant it. I don't know. It just, I am very skeptical about that. Just the feasibility of that, like long-term, but, um, some other cool stuff, uh, in particular was the, um, like the party, the party and friends integrations where, uh, one cool feature, I guess it's somewhat of an evolution from share play where basically you can actually stream your gameplay to another person's PS five and they can watch you or, and, or they can, um, uh, pop in the screen or picture in picture type deal and like have it set on uh one of the corners of your screen while you can kind of view at a glance them playing a the game while you're playing your game, which is pretty cool. Um, I don't see myself doing that, but uh, it's it's a cool concept either way. Maybe maybe for games that for some weird like archaic reason they won't implement co-op or something like that uh, is where I could probably see it. But outside of that, I don't know. Um, but either way, it's pretty cool implementation. Them trying to do something new, uh, further involve like I guess friends integrations and stuff like that. Um, uh, the I think is the party feature any different? I don't think they really went too in depth with parties, but um, it seemed to be pretty straightforward, pretty reminiscent of the PS4s, but. Um, that was pretty cool. They did. They, they alluded to the store. They didn't really show the store in full action. They did say it's integrated in the user interface. So it's not a separate app, which is, I think that's definitely going to help a lot in terms of, you know, low times and just the overall streamlined experience, especially with the, uh, SSD on the PS five. So we'll see. We will, we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, the sharing features and stuff is pretty good uh, as well. Um, that seems to be pretty, pretty intact 4K screenshots, which I don't think you could do with PS4 Pro. I could be wrong, but. Yeah, overall, I'm pretty satisfied. I'm definitely uh, interested to, you know, get get hands on it more to actually see the feasibility feasibility of it all but um it looks pretty good at least looking at the the video and some of the screenshots uh i'm very curious about the music aspect i would assume maybe it's just the same thing as ps4 where it's just you know spotify integration and maybe uh usb stick integration really would love um network streaming integration like uh xbox 360 had which was like damn near perfect um yeah I, that's one of my hopes personally very <laughs> probably one of the very few uh minorities of people that want that but man i really do i really do want it uh because i don't know just uh then just the limitations with the usb uh feature with ps4 where it's like only 200 songs uh, and it has to be USB. And then if you want to, you know, add new songs, you have to unplug the USB, uh, add new songs to it, plug it back in. It's just why just, just, just do a media server network streaming type deal. That'd be great. That, that, that'd be one of my hopes that, that honestly would <laughs> as, as, as small as it may seem would actually for sure put it over 
Xbox in terms of specifically multiplayer games for sure, which personally I like to play a lot of music when I'm playing multiplayer games. Um, so that would make my experience much, much more greater, but we'll see. We shall see. Overall, I'm very optimistic, uh, at least off the bat, it does look very promising. Um, and especially obviously with the, the increase NVMe SSD speeds, I, uh, don't see it being, uh, <laughs> any sluggish, any, any form of sluggishness in relation to, uh, PS4. So finally we actually, my blue balls have been relieved. We got to see the user interface. Thank you. Thank you, Sony. Uh, I mean, say what you want, man. Sony is actually playing, playing the game pretty nicely, man, because geez, like the fact that they are this whole minimalistic, uh, very like <laughs> more kind of like a rock band, uh, rock band esque, uh, type approach to marketing where it's like, you know, less is more and the less they are showing, the more people actually want to see it in comparison with Xbox, who who's in an obvious position where they need to actually show a lot of their games and show and prove themselves, you know, uh, from last generation. Um, it's very interesting, like, I guess, contrast between the two, but keep it in line with PS five news. Uh, we also got more details about backwards compatibility. Um, last week, technically, I think, um, since the last episode, uh, so they claim at least 99% of these 4,000 plus games available on PS4 will be playable on PS5. Um, so, you know, they mentioned some of the obvious stuff that obviously if you have the disc version of a PS4 game, you can't obviously play it on a digital version since there's no disc tray. Uh, but you can on, you know, uh, PS5 normal edition with the disc tray. Um, outside of that, they said it's pretty straightforward. Um, of the, the few games that aren't playable, uh, very weird, obscure, like I guess list, but, uh, DWVR Afro Samurai two revenge Akuma volume one. PT Isle of Man Ridge on Edge 2, just deal with it, <laughs> which I found super ironic considering, you know, <laughs> freaking let's talk about it on Twitter where like, uh, just deal with it <laughs> that you can't play this game on PS5, uh, Shadow Complex Remastered. Um, that was actually a pretty good game, but I mean, I already played it, so I don't really have any desire to, that's not one I'm like, ah, oh, that's a, that's a bummer. Uh, Roberts in the journey. We sing Hitman go definitive edition. Shaw Shadden Shadwin Joe's diner. So those are the only ones. Uh, one interesting tidbit I found very, very highly interesting is, uh, probably one of the biggest obvious games you don't see on that list, which, uh, you know, some people probably would think you would, uh, which is PT which is uh, the famous great demo of Silent Hills or would be Silent Hills as of now um, that was removed from the PlayStation store. But if you have it downloaded to your PS4, you could still play it. So I'm curious how that will work 
Um, cause I know PS five will support at least, uh, external hard drives being moved, uh, and plugged into P uh, from PS four to PS five. But if, um, uh, like system transfer, I think that they confirm that's being supported. So let's say you want to transfer your games from PS four to PS five. Um, if they'll let you transfer it, uh, as well that way. Uh, there's some workarounds to to download the game. If I think you had to have definitely got need to have gotten it from the PS store when it was available. But I think as long as you do that, you're good. We'll see. We'll see. I would assume at least at the very least, if you have it on uh, your external hard drive, you'll still be able to play it, which is pretty dope. Um, <laughs> the, the price the the price of uh PS5 um just going up just just based off that alone which is crazy people were selling PS4s that had PT on it um surreal stuff uh, a couple other interesting tidbits uh actually they I guess they did confirm you can transfer digital games game data and say game saves from a PS4 console to a PS5 console using LAN cables or by connecting wirelessly Wi-Fi. If you've already stored PS4 games and game data an external USB storage device connected to your PS4, you can bring them over to PS5 with that external USB storage device. And if you're a PS Plus member, you can also sync your PS4 game saves on PS5 through cloud storage. Uh, note that the ability to transfer game saves between PS4 version and PS5 version of the same game is a developer decision and will vary title by title for cross-generational games. So that basically alludes to the fact that, you know, pretty much, I guess maybe not necessarily controversy, but Spider-Man Remastered, where basically, uh, I think in the pre couple episodes we talk about, uh, it won't let you transfer your existing save from the original PS4 version to the remastered PS5 version, which is very sucky, but um, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, um, and I, I guess another weird tidbit, uh, you can stream PS4 games on PS5. So yes, you, uh, remote play for PS4 to PS5 and PS now streaming is supported. The benefit of streaming is that you can save your storage space on PS5. Please note that PS4 games will not leverage PS5's game boost through streaming. Um, that's weird. I think I heard that it's only 1080p too. I mean, which is makes sense for uh, not really though, because a, a lot of PS4 Pro games at least are 4K. So that's a weird choice. A weird choice. But I mean, hey, the options there if you want it. Uh, they also touched on PS PSVR uh, backwards compatibility. The PSVR is a little bit slightly archaic, uh, but they did confirm that yes, PS PlayStation VR games are included among the thousands of PS4 games that are available on PS5. Please note that playing PSVR games on a PS5 console requires a PSVR headset, DualShock 4 wireless controller, four move controllers, and PS camera for PS4, which are sold separately, yada, yada, yada. Um, they did say the PS5 HD camera is not compatible with PSVR on PS5. So 
you would basically need a PS camera for PS4 and a PS camera adapter uh, to use PSVR on PS5. So I assume like you probably just have to, you know, show your proof of purchase to Sony and then they'll send you out a PS camera adapter, something like that. So unfortunate, because I think that's probably <laughs> since uh, the PS5 won't have a proprietary like dedicated PS camera adapter. That's going to be at least a USB port. You're going to have to sacrifice uh, just for that, um, which I mean, depending on your how you feel about it, I don't know. And I guess that's another interesting point. Uh, USB hubs like will USB 3.0 hubs be supported, which would be actually pretty great if if so. Um, Cause that will solve some issues. <laughs> I guess me as a enthusiast that tends to plug up a lot of stuff to give myself a lot of options in terms of whatever I want to do with the console, but we'll see. I, it's probably a thing where like, uh, we don't recommend it, but it may work. It may not work. I don't know. Your miles may vary, but I mean, you know, if you want to try it, go ahead. So overall, uh, pretty interesting. One other, I think, interesting aspect to keep in mind with PS five backwards compatibility somewhere. They said some asterisk like type deal, you know, in very small text where it's like, uh, these games are rated to at least run on the PS four. Uh, some issues may arise or something like that. I'm very much paraphrasing, but they basically, at least my interpretation of that is that possibly some of the, um, some of the games may have some weird emulation performance or something like that. It may like, you know, be weirdly buggy or maybe like have horrible atrocious performance. Who knows? But just something to keep in mind going into, uh, at least if you're intending to just straight up ditch your PS4 and maybe you might want to maybe want to hold on a bit till you test out some of the games to see confirm that, uh, this PS5, PS4 backwards compatibility is actually legit and, you know, to the point where you can like, yeah, I guess I don't need my PS4. So just something to keep in mind, you know, I'm just saying, uh, keep it in line with PS5 news, uh, devil may cry five, uh, boy, just dropping bombs right now. So devil may cry five special edition, which was announced coming for next gen consoles, specifically for PlayStation five. Um, they revealed, I believe via some of the Japanese YouTubers that had the, uh, hands-on experiences with the games, uh, via YouTube's, um, studio. Uh, they showed the loaded times for that. And my goodness, Jesus Christ. So, uh, I think at least for me personally, uh, playing Devil May Cry 5 on PS4 Pro on a hybrid SSD drive. I forgot what they call it. I think it's just hybrid drive where it's it has some of the benefits of an SSD in conjunction with, you know, some of the, uh, I guess, uh, normal normalities of a traditional um, uh, hard drive, which gives you slightly a bit, little bit more uh, loading uh reduction in loading speed, but not anywhere, uh, you know, close to like SSD, but either way, 
with that in mind, loading times for me felt like at least like a damn minute to load stuff. Uh, personally, personally, it did. Um, uh, maybe, maybe even longer potentially than that, but showing some of the footage with, um, series or no PS five freaking four seconds to load the damn game. Four seconds. That is crazy. If, if, if you like, aren't sold on anything for next gen that me personally, that, that alone is, uh, more than enough justification for me personally, just considering how much time I've probably wasted that I could have been playing the game with between loading times. It's crazy. So Jesus under four seconds, it, it just, especially, especially in, in comparison with how long it generally would take on, at least for me, I guess really PS4 and Xbox one X. Um, yeah, at least a minute. It felt like, uh, I may be, uh, actually no, nah, they're saying like two minutes. No, two seconds. Never mind. I'm misinterpreting it, but it definitely felt at least like a minute to load games. But I, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, man, why didn't we have this any, any sooner? But you know, technology development costs, uh, return on investment and stuff like that. I would assume, so, Hey, better late than never, but never late is better. You know, you know, um, so yeah, just wanted to, just wanted to put that out there. Just, just how insane these load times are for, uh, next gen consoles, which is just great. It's fantastic. Also, uh, in, I guess, technically related next gen news, um, seems like, uh, Xboxes, I guess, and also PS5s are, are out in the wild, um, or at least from a development or shipping standpoint, technically, uh, in terms of factories, uh, it seems like <laughs> more than likely somebody just got it off, a got it off, a uh, truck <laughs> straight. What's the term? Got it off a stray truck or something. I forgot the terminology for it, but basically it seems like somebody got one unofficially. And, um, I mean, I guess for 15 minutes of fame, they, uh, decided to post it on YouTube and, uh, show pretty much the unboxing experience, <laughs> unboxing experience for Xbox series X. And at least from what they showed, it looks pretty, it's a pretty dope, uh, boxing experience. I have to say, I mean, I would expect nothing less from Xbox, uh, but you know, Hey, just putting that out there either way. Um, man, the, the packaging is immaculate. Just the whole design. Uh, yeah. Just the, the overall experience. It's like, you know, powering your dreams. That's the first thing you see when you open up the box. Ah, it's great. And that actually pretty great. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Um, uh, yeah, I doubt it's a uh, fake or anything like that. Cause, uh, it immediately got taken, taken down, uh, at least the current video, but you know, it's kind of trickled amongst other people through other videos and stuff like that. So overall, uh, pretty great. Seems very minimalistic. 
Um, just gives you what you need to get going and go with it. You know, I don't know, but overall it's pretty great. I'm very much a fan of it. So yeah, there you go. We're, uh, yeah, man, I, it's, it's hard to put in perspective. Now we're like less than a month away from the next gen consoles being in uh, the public's hands. It's surreal, man. Where we're here, man. We are here. Jesus. I love to see it. Love to feel it. You know, moving on. So Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, we got a little bit more details this week. Uh, one in particular, uh, something I wasn't expecting at all. Then again, I'm not familiar with Spider-Man lore to that very intricate level in terms of like, you know, reading the comics, knowing every particular character and stuff like that. But uh yeah, out of nowhere, um Spider Cat will be in the game. So you'll actually be able to play Spider-Man Miles Morales with Spider Cat. And it's pretty damn dope to be honest. The fact that he seems to he or she, I'm not I didn't confirm the gender, but they'll be able to uh assist with takedowns in the game, which is pretty damn dope. That's pretty damn cool, I have to say. Um I definitely am looking forward to that. That actually, I think I was kind of on the fence about what PS5 game I'll play at launch first. Uh, it was between Demon Souls remake or Spider-Man Miles Morales. But, you know, at this point, I, it has to be Spider-Man Miles Morales. It, it just as it's just a given now. I mean, it's a it's a cat. That's a spider. You know, it's spider cat. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's like, hey, how do you not ignore it? How do you I mean, come on. The cat, spider, spider, spider cat, assist with takedowns. All right. Just helping you beat up, beat up thugs in perfect harmony. Pops out your backpack. Give, gives that feline rage. It's great. It's great. It's what I've been, something I didn't know I needed until now. So, I mean, thank you, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now I have to play you day one immediately. Um, then again, when I think about it, I'm like Demon Souls is like uh, the game's going to look great, but I'm just going to keep dying and be frustrated. And I'm not sure if I'm in the mood for that yet. So I think I'm definitely feel like I'm definitely going to play Spider-Man first. So there you go. Spider cat, spider cat does what um Batman can't. Oh, 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 I'm not a rapper though. I'm not a rapper though. Uh moving on. Uh Rockstar actually buys Ruffian games uh and rebands them rebands, rebrands them to Rockstar Dundee. Uh so for people who don't know Ruffian games, it seems like I guess they're mostly known for uh crackdown 2 i didn't even know they they uh worked on the master chief collection i don't that's i wouldn't uh have that reputation unless they were a part of the effort to revitalize it and make all the improvements to make it where it's playable now but um yeah That's a weird choice. I feel like considering their reputation, 
they wouldn't purchase them, but I guess they did. So here you go. Grand Theft Auto six made solely by ruffian games. So yeah, uh, crackdown was horrible. Master chief collection initially was a pretty bad experience in terms of quality of life stuff in, in the game. But, ah, that's interesting. Either way. Hey, <laughs> rockstar. Geez. They have rockstar, London, new England, New York, rockstar, Lincoln, rockstar, North rockstar, India, rockstar, Leeds, Toronto, San Diego, and Dundee. Interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. Huh? Maybe they all collectively work on us on a single Grand Theft Auto because it's like you'd assume they have more games out uh, from various, you know, IPs. But I think the only game we've really <laughs> recently have had newest, I think, is still Grand Theft Auto for like the third time. <laughs> I mean, hey, there you go. Grand, I, it was somebody that made a tweet um, regarding a Grand Theft Auto. Like, PS2 had three Grand Theft Autos, and now uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 will be on three generations of PlayStation, which is it's kind of funny. It's pretty funny. But I mean, hey, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it keeps selling, keep selling it. You know, I get it. It would be nice to have a new Grand Theft Auto, which I'm pretty sure I think it's a given we'll get this generation. <laughs> Who knows when this generation, but hopefully in the next couple years. Ugh. It's been what, six? Yeah, man, it's been. Wow, it's been seven years since Grand Theft Auto five. That's crazy. But I mean, to their credit, each iteration of Grand Theft Auto is very ambitious from the previous one. And the development time generally is longer than with each new iteration, too. So, I mean, if the ends justify the means and it at least yet another immensely highly selling Grand Theft Auto game, I'm all for it, you know, so. Cool stuff. Uh, Rockstar making the moves. Speaking of companies making the moves, uh, actually GameStop, uh, actually is going to get downstream revenue from each Xbox they sell. Um, and this is also digital downloads and content, which is interesting. So in theory, um, GameStop is pretty much saved from total annihilation, more or less. At least my impression is. I think they also said they're implementing some of Microsoft's technologies with their stores, their existing stores currently, uh, in terms of actually like, I think they're talking about like computers, surfaces and stuff like that. So seems like, uh, GameStop is saved from obscurity at the time. So, you know. Uh, I feel like that's actually also a pretty good to get for Microsoft in terms of, you know, promoting their Xbox Series X to people. So, I mean, I, I would assume obviously they could promote, uh, their console more over PS, PS5 
even though we know people really will want to go to PS5 over PS Xbox Series X generally if you know we took a survey of everybody more or less uh, I mean I guess maybe this generation that might be more subjective but I think it's still safe to say in terms of going off last generation going into this generation I think that's still a safe bet but you know we'll see so uh, according to uh, Twitter user Clo Brown this means that more than 5,000 GameStop retail stores worldwide are now interested to bring customers into the Xbox ecosystem more than in, in, into any other platform. This partnership should give Xbox a prominent retail presence. So yeah, pretty much exactly what I said. So there you go. Um, Xbox is, is <laughs> at least for the time being here to stay, which I actually thought, man, yeah, I thought it was curtains at some point, like at least after this whole console launch, new gen, next gen console launches that, you know, especially like digital versions and stuff like that. Uh, X, uh, GameStop will be in some, a world of hurt, but seems like <laughs> not dead yet. So moving on, uh, PlayStation four system software update 8.00 came out. Um, I actually downloaded it. Um, actually a pretty hefty uh, amount of new improvements to the UI um, in terms of just some additions. So like for parties, there's like, I think now, I think it seems to be further integration with the app as well as PS4 in terms of parties. And I guess jumping from parties from your app to the PS4 and vice versa. So that's the thing. New avatars, you mute all mics from the quick menu. Interesting. Um, parental controls, two-step verification, which I was trying to get going. Um, but apparently you can use two-step verification with third-party authenticator apps now. So I thought you could do it just from the, the account menu on your PlayStation account, but I guess you have to do it. I would assume have to do it solely from the PS4 itself. So definitely, you know, with today's climate, you know, fucking goddamn swatters and stuff, just, just the craziness all around. Set up that two-step authentication verification. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Uh, they actually, Put, put the piece event creation and private community creation. So, oh, I guess this means that community, no, this is specifically events. So you will no longer be able to create events or existing access existing uh, events created by the user. So I've never used that feature at all. So, I mean, I think that only makes sense that, uh, they put it out of its misery. Um, I'm, I'm, Curious if that includes like developer um, created events. Maybe it does. I don't know. But either way. Um, they s they're also removing the ability to create private communities under the community app on PS4. If you already have private communities, you can continue to access to them. 
That's interesting. So if you already created a private community, that'll still be intact, but you can't create one now with the update. That's weird. I I'd see some partial use of it. Like some people kind of use it, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if you are, if you are using it, you should be okay anyway. So it's fine. Uh, remote play. Oh, they added the option to connect to PS five. So that's interesting. Well, at least I guess that was somewhat up in the air of PS five remote play, but that's cool. Hopefully you get more usability, more features, and maybe overall it's more streamlined. We'll see. But on top of that, I hear there's been some issues with this update. So uh word of caution. Um, I haven't really come across them yet. Then again, I haven't really played on my PS4 since updating that. But, you know, just something to be aware of nonetheless. Um, and it's some very interesting news. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition has been rated in Korea. So again, for those that may not know, generally when a game has been rated, normally that means it's confirmed uh, or set to release sometime, sometime soon-ish. Uh, but regardless, it does mean it's confirmed, even though it technically hasn't been officially un announced. So that makes sense. I mean, Mass Effect, obviously one of the most popular um, IPs slash trilogies. Well, yeah, I guess we're not, I don't think we're going to factor in a mass effect Andromeda. I haven't played it, but from what I hear, it's pretty horrible, but probably one of the most iconic, um, IPs. Uh, and yeah, probably past few generations. Uh, it makes sense. And then also people that may have not jumped on the uh, train as well. It makes a lot of sense. And hey, you know, have all three bundled up, um, you know, remastered the graphics where, you know, look up the stuff currently. I think uh, definitely has uh, a recipe of being a pretty awesome uh, addition uh, to the collection. Uh, apparently, uh, according to Twitter, uh, Jennifer Hale, I think she famous voice actor who uh, voices some of the characters on the game uh, who <laughs> very suspicious. So who wants to hang with the Mass Effect castle in seven day? This was October 13th. So I forgot. I, I would assume in seven day <laughs> if we're being very basic is November 7th, but I, I let me actually let me fact check that just just to satiate my curiosity. Uh, yeah, November seventh. I was about to say if it's like friggin' oh no, dumbass, November fifteenth. Like uh, what? Okay, well that's cool. So that seems pretty likely. I think we haven't gotten a remastered Mass Effect. Uh, at all. Uh, it's been a while since we've, uh, I guess since Mass Effect Andromeda doesn't count, uh, I think it's a safe bet we're going to see a Mass Effect remaster collection. I'm down for that. I am down for that. I I definitely would have revisit play again 
maybe be a little bit more renegade-ish. My playthroughs, maybe try to save, uh, what's his name? The Krogan. I don't think I actually did, but yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I think especially after Andromeda, I think uh, we need something to put uh, put Mass Effect in our good graces again, you know. But outside of that, that concludes all the news for this week. Let's get into what I've been up to gaming wise. Um, EDF Earth Defense Force 5. So I was I was straight grinding last week with this game. Uh, man, it's a pretty, I guess, depending on how you interpret it, it's a pretty lengthy game. Uh, I say it, I think it was like 30 hours for me to complete um, overall. But it, I kind of want to put an asterisk to that because I think a lot of the game you could technically play with multiplayer with like up to four people. So... But then again, it's still the missions are very lengthy. And then you have you add in the additional, I guess. Additional. Options to play with. uh, Like up to four different characters in terms of like they're they're totally different from each other and their play style and stuff like that. So it's a lot of replayability there for sure. But uh, finally beat it overall. I'm satisfied. I mean, it's. It's hard for me to recommend to everybody. It is it is very niche for sure. I mean, if you're definitely a fan of Kaiju, like Godzilla-esque type games, that's probably the best way I can reference anything close to this game. Then you might like, you more than likely like this game. And it's kind of interesting as somebody who hasn't really closely really been a huge fan of kaiju games and like um godzilla as well um i thoroughly enjoyed this you just get um it's i i yeah the best comparison is like musu games where you know it's just like that somewhat mindless uh mindless minuscule consistent fulfillment of shooting huge ass monsters, kind of maybe somewhat roughly close to Monster Hunter, uh, just just defeating huge monsters. But obviously, the comical dialogue of uh, and man shouts out to the at least especially the um, uh, English voice uh, voice cast. They man, they they just freaking nailed it. They understand the vibe of this game to a damn T just the dialogue in of itself is actually worth playing this game alone. To be honest, just, just very super B movie corny esque, but in the most endearing, uh, charming way possible, man. Um, so for me, I it's, it's definitely now solidified itself as a soft spot in my, uh, my heart as a, you know, uh, EDF games in general. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, definitely beat it. Uh, it was very interesting ending. I don't want to spoil it, but it just gets super weird and obscure. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Super weird. The ending boss is just like, what? But, uh, at the same time, it's like EDF obviously. So, 
Um, yeah, uh, I mean, this game obviously isn't usually story based or ho- story driven, uh, which it, sometimes it kind of got a little annoying in terms of like, they'll say, all right, we're almost, I guess this might be me kind of wanting the game to end, but it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're about the pinnacle of the end. And then like 20, 30 minutes, uh, 30 missions later, then actually that's technically the end. So for what it's worth, uh, but yeah, man, I'd say, yeah, I'd say if you enjoy Musu games and you like B movie, Kaiju Godzilla-esque content, then I think you'll thoroughly enjoy EDF five. Uh, if you play 4.1 before this, I would be a little bit more weary because it's like when I especially compared the two, which I played both fairly recently within each other. Um, it's a lot of similarities with a uh, very minimal, like improvements or additions. Um, it depends. It really depends on what you prefer, but, uh, a fan like me, I, I ate this up. I did, I did enjoy it. I, it just, yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard to describe. It's very niche, which I guess, yeah, that's what makes me hesitant to recommend it to everyone. But based on those grounds, if you do like those things, then I'd say yes. Jump in, join EDF. EDF. Also, last weekend got to put in some decent amount of time in a Cold War beta, uh, Call of Duty Cold War. Um, I have to say, very impressed by the improvements, improvements and additions they made uh, since the alpha. The game is way more playable now, um, way more fun. Um, doesn't feel as like off as it did in in the alpha, which I mean, obviously it's an alpha, but it's like, regardless if you, if you're letting the public play an alpha, it's still going to be up for scrutiny and, and, uh, you know, um, being critical about, so. But, uh, yeah, just the gunplay feels good. The guns pack more punch now, which I noticed too, which I think definitely adds to the experience as well. Um, overall, uh, yeah, I'm very, I could see myself at the very least playing it until I prestige or whatever, um, active, um, is it Activision? Treyarch decides to do this round. It's been, um, kind of hinted that they may, they may actually, um, they may actually bring the prestige system back or maybe they might do the, the seasonal system like modern warfare. Personally, I do really, I did actually surprisingly enjoy the seasonal system considering it's very, um, very generous of your time, very respectful of your time in comparison to a lot of horrible battle passes Fortnite, where they like you have to literally play the game that literally has to be the only game you play for months and months on end to actually, you know, um, complete it in comparison to modern warfare. Where on top of that, on top of just the general, very generous, um, 
commitment uh, in terms of each season. You, uh, they also have, they also pop in double XP, double battle pass XP weekends too, where you can make a makeup for a lot of time if you, you know, playing other stuff and, 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 uh, stuff like that. So definitely, 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 um, very impressed with, um, Cold War, uh, so far. Um, I tried playing some of the team modes. I feel a little bit of better, a little bit better about them. At least the alpha that wasn't too hot on, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, the graphics seem to be a little bit more improved, and then you know, obviously with the next gen consoles, the iterations of those, I would assume it'd be only better. Um, I I understand the artistic choice where they make it, they make it so you get the vibe that it's like set in the '80s and not like you know modern day, like Modern Warfare. So I'm impressed. Uh, there is another round of the uh, Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare, the Cold War beta this weekend for the people for PC and Xbox as well. Well, basically last weekend was just exclusive to PS4 people. Now this weekend, uh, Xbox, PC and PS4 people will be playing also to uh, test out the crossplay uh, functionality as well. So. It's about to be a good weekend, boys. It's about to be a good weekend. And I think they're also going to, um, I, I would assume they're probably going to bump up the uh, cap as well for maybe people that already played on the PS4 um, as well. And that's also a really dope thing. I, I really hope sticks for multiplayer games. So basically, like myself, who plans to, you know, initially play PS4, Play Xbox, maybe hell. I mean, fuck, I got a 3090 now. Play a uh, PC just to test it out. Um, your progress actually saves regardless of wherever you go. So if I play and maxed out on PS4, I actually play on Xbox and have all my progress uh, contained as well as like my class, save class and stuff like that. So. <sighs> Feels great, man. Feels great. This is this is what I this is the this is the times I've imagined of, you know, crossplay being a thing, actually somewhat, you know, being rewarded for being a cross generational cross generational cross multi-platform user. Um, since I do prefer Xbox One mostly uh for Call of Duty. I guess maybe it's just been a habit since the original Xbox 360 days, but I think, you know, the controller is way more accommodating to first person shooters as well. So, but you know, just, just uh, options. I'm, I'm a man that loves some options. I'm just, I'm just saying, just, you give me some options. I'm be happy. You know, just, I may not, I may not capitalize or utilize those options, but the fact that I have them, it's, it's great. It's great. Also, your boy finally got around to it. I delivered on my promise that I kept pushing back for months and months. Actually started playing some outbreak. And man, every time I always forget how fun playing outbreak is, man. Ugh, it's, it's so good. So uh, last weekend, if you didn't miss it, I the, the archive is still up on uh, Twitch. 
uh stream some outbreak has some <laughs> a mix a mixed bag some 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 not so good and some pretty decent games so uh i do probably plan to play more this weekend as well at least uh for october i mean obviously with the onslaught of next gen and other various games ugh, cyberpunk ugh, ugh. um may not be able to slip it in as much but i at least plan to for sure uh stream some more outbreak at least for october uh since is the season so um yeah uh also among us of course that game is still pretty damn fun you know just the <laughs> the whole uh i guess dare i say political s uh uh political essence of it in a sense where you know it's really i think which is why i don't like politics the politics of it all in terms of you know basically essentially lying and trying to disguise your lies and you know yeah it's just basically lie of the game but i'm still thoroughly enjoying it so um outside of that haven't really caught up in any media honestly um i haven't really watched those new walking dead since well for fear of the walking dead i haven't i think i only watched the first season and haven't really watched any of the rest of the season after that, I may give it a, another chance. I may. Um, and yeah, new world. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the, the, the pilot didn't really get me. I don't know. Maybe it's just the attachment I have to the original walking dead that I find it hard to like, you know, just transition that desire to something else walking dead related. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but either way, it's pretty much been it for me this week. Um, and I think that will conclude episode 77 of Switches Sites. Uh, if you did enjoy this podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your various podcasting platforms. Uh, again, we recently got added to uh, Amazon Music. So one of the one of the few rings added to the podcast baby you know um if you have any questions you'd like to submit to the podcast feel free to submit them at aswitchtv at gmail.com uh, if i get enough may dedicate a segment to uh questions at some point in the future um you can also follow me on twitter at a switch where i do uh talk about nerdy stuff video games uh also the 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 success story of the 3090 that i am man you you y'all don't know how how much of a good mood that put me on man that that's a win i needed especially you know during these hard times something to give me some light at the end of the tunnel something um what else uh, you can also catch this uh, podcast recorded live at uh, Twitch TV slash a switch where I <laughs> I don't even know now. I feel like I can't even say a dedicated time. It used to be uh, four to five, uh, four to five p.m. ish um, Pacific time. But now <laughs> I'm recording this at like two in the morning. So, I mean, hey, you know, hey, I mean, you know, well, Huh? <laughs> um, what else? 
Uh, you can also catch the archive of this podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash a switch as well. Um, if you know, you're that type of person that likes to watch podcasts on YouTube. I know personally, I've been kind of transitioning to that lately as well since, you know, uh, harsh times now. So, um, yeah, outside of that, uh, I think that will do it for episode 77 of switch of sites. Uh, till next time guys, uh, don't cough. Don't touch people that don't want to be touched. Get your damn game on. Oh yeah. Damn it. I forgot to, forgot to my button, my butt disappeared. So now I'm look, I look stupid. So I'm sorry. Nobody's safe.